Welcome to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast, a show dedicated to the storytelling that happens or should happen when practitioners purchase technology. Each episode is designed to inspire new ways and ideas to make your business better as we speak with the brightest minds in recruitment and HR tech. That's what we do. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you are listening to the Use Case Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking with Luke from Rooster. He's going to be talking about their product, Rooster. And uh, I can't wait to kind of get into it with him and talk a little bit about the use case for Rooster. So, Luke, do me a favor and the audience a favor and introduce both yourself and uh, the product, Rooster. Sure. Um, thank you for the introduction. Uh, so, my name is Luke Switkowski. And I'm the co-founder and CEO of, of Cognitive Inc. And Cognitive Inc. has created a product called Rooster um, that basically, in a nutshell, helps you schedule interviews in a much more efficient way uh, if you're a client that runs Workday Recruiting. And so the scheduling, you know, obviously scheduling is such a, such a time suck, right? Um, so scheduling, can it go across multiple schedules for like a hiring manager that wants to do with a team? So bring us into the product sure. in, in, in all of its robustness, bring us into the product and tell us, you know, how cool it is. Yeah, that, that no, no problem. So the, the thing that Rooster does really, really well is it aggregates all the information within your organization. So across all calendars that need to be involved in the interview scheduling process. And then whatever technology you use to actually do interviews today, whether that's WebEx, Zoom, you know, uh, uh, GoToMeeting or Google Hangouts, um, you can use any of the web conferencing technology that you use and it's all integrated into the platform um, and connected to it. So um, the scheduling, you know, parties within your organization, whether that's the hiring manager or whether it's the coordinator um, really is uh, saving a ton of time by using um, our platform, uh, Rooster. Uh, the, the beauty of Rooster is that um, it fully integrates with, with Workday Recruiting. So as you do your interviews and schedule interviews uh, within Rooster, all of that is reflected in your um, you know, recruiting uh, system within Workday uh, in real time. And Rooster by itself, um, you know, is accessible also, you know, as a, as a standalone product where you don't have to, have to necessarily go through Workday to get into Rooster. So Just you get a sense of yeah, how, yeah. how, you know, how well received the solution is so far. And just to give some specific metrics as to what it's really doing is, you know, we're seeing basically a 95% reduction in scheduling effort on a per interview basis. So um, the way we arrive at that is that most of the feedback that we get during the demo process and for the clients that do use Rooster, you know, they're, they're saying that it takes, you know, at least an hour to schedule an interview to monitor all the invites from the candidate side of the house, from the internal team. And then, you know, God forbid you have to reschedule the, the, the process and then you basically start all over again. So we're basically going from that level of effort um, and a very manual effort to, you know, less than five minutes to schedule an interview from beginning to end, right. um, you know, starting with, with a blank uh, template. I love that. Um, I, I love that. How did you decide, first of all, are you a Workday kind of an official partner? Uh, no, we're, we're not. A, uh, Cognitive is not an official Workday partner. Right. Uh, although we have been working uh, in the Workday space, you know, as a company for almost five years. Right. Um, so uh, the... 
you know, the, the reason and the kind of the, um, you know, if you will, the, the origin story of Rooster basically started by seeing the feedback from our clients um, and, you know, what they need help with within, right. you know, the world of Workday. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, that's the cool thing is, is you're inside the product for other reasons, doing other things. And you, your customers said, hey, we have this difficulty. And then you, because you know the system well enough, you can build something uh, that could obviously help within workday recruiting. But also, as, as we've talked about, you can, you can use this with other ATSs as well. Exactly. Yes, you can. So we are, you know, actively... Uh, working on a couple of initiatives to basically connect Rooster to other ATSs, right? Um, because it's not, uh, you know, workday specific. Um, and uh, what's, um, you know, I guess the reason why we're able to make the decision to make Rooster in the first place is, you know, we, at this point we've worked with over 200 workday clients specifically. Mm-hmm. So when you sit in the post-production services market like we do, um, you, you know, get kind of the real deal of what it means to run a system after go live and that's right you know, it's easy to identify opportunities for to, to help clients which is always i mean the the thing about go live is the the irony of go live is there is there is a such a th- there is such a thing and there's not such a thing <laughs> simultaneously right? right so you get something implemented and we all say okay go live uh, and then you know, then we hire 300 employees. To, you know, two weeks later, that have to go through and learn the new system. So it's almost like it's never done. And and y'all are y'all. What one of the things I love about y'all's company is y'all are dealing with kind of after the fact, after the sale, after the implementation, or parts of the implementation. And then, okay, how do we make it more efficient? Exactly. Exactly. Because. You know, let's say you do go live on workday and, you know, huge success. Everybody loves it, you know, internally. Um, everybody's high-fiving each other. But then three months later, let's say your company decides to acquire another company. Mm-hmm. And in a span of 60 days, you have to incorporate potentially, you know, hundreds of new employees into the system. You know, you have to understand all the touch points. And um, that can sometimes be overwhelming, right? And And... For most clients, uh, you know, they're not going to staff an internal team on a permanent basis to deal with events like that that need right. system help. And that's, 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 I think, where we come in and do a really good job. Well, one of the things I love about Rooster is, and you mentioned it, it helps to save time. I mean, this is, mm-hmm. a, this is a task, especially when we talk about automation, as, as we've talked about automation for the last couple of years, is this is something we shouldn't be doing. <laughs> this should be just be this should be done more efficiently. There's got to be a better way, and Rooster uh, within Workday Recruiting is a better way. What do you yeah. think? What do you think outside of the the cost savings, which is important, obviously? What do you think people do with their time? Where if they were spending ten hours a week scheduling, and now they don't have to with Rooster, they don't have to spend those ten hours. What's been your either feedback from from customers or otherwise? How do you how do you think they use that time? So I think one of the most labor intensive parts of recruiting in general, and I think something that's not easily automated, is is sourcing. Mm-hmm. You know, you can sure you can blast out an email to everyone you know that has a you know profile that matches the position you're trying to fill, but real proper sourcing is is you know spending time on the phone, right? And if the re, the talent acquisition team can focus more on that 
unless on the just the execution of the interview process, then I think that's a win-win for an organization. Um, you know, even even when we hire for uh, within cognitive, a, a tremendous amount of time is spent, you know, doing those initial types of. Um, not even interviews, but kind of those initial kind of discovery sessions of, of, okay, are you really the right fit for the company and really going through profiles of all the applicants um, and, you know, through the sourcing process um, that, that takes time. And it's not something that I've ever seen like a robot do well. Right. Right. Um, I think, I think the other thing that you can focus on when, when kind of, let's say the scheduling part is, um, you know, not an issue or, or not so burdensome anymore is you can then really focus on the candidate experience as well. So really um, selling yourself as a company to the candidate from day one, because, you know, I think on the inside of a company, it's sometimes hard to, it's sometimes difficult to understand that, you know, candidates first exposure to a potential, you know, new job it leaves a huge first impression, right? And it's all about first impressions sometimes. And if you are a company, let's say you're even a well-known company, if a candidate has an amazing time during the recruiting process, um, where interview is just a small component of it, you know, they're going to be that much more energized coming in the door on, on day one of, of, of their job. It's funny because I was going to ask you about candidate experience and, you know, scheduling is also kind of the bane of their existence as well of trying to figure out you know when to talk to the recruiter how to schedule the next step with the hiring manager and things like that so you know we've we took we've obviously we're talking about the corporate side uh and how inefficient it is uh for recruiters and hiring managers and teams and etc but that candidate going through that they're, they're on the other they're they're on the other end of that's going through that same painful experience have you gotten any experience either through your company or through some of your implementations of candidates that kind of love this calendaring and way of scheduling yeah we definitely have and i think anytime you can just present a link to a candidate that can either pick a time or suggest the time of when they want to speak with you i think that just feels really empowering for the candidate um but but not only that um you know, I think making sure that that process is consistent from one candidate to the next is really, really uh, key as well. Um, and, you know, at least within Rooster specifically, there's this whole template system that, that drives the way the, the meeting invites are, are scheduled and structured um, mm-hmm. and what the candidate sees and what the internal interview team sees. Um, and it's, and it's, a very, it's done in a very elegant way so that, you know, you're very consistent from candidate A to candidate Z. And then I'll also say that, you know, depending on the organization, that whole process of candidate engagement, the way you conduct the interviews, the way you interact with candidates, it's, it's very different from one company to the next. There's no best practice on candidate, you know, life cycle management, relationship management with it within a company. It's, it's a very um, company specific thing. It's definitely part of company culture and their DNA. Uh, so, you know, kind of going back to Rooster really quick, when we built the product, you know, there's not just one way to schedule an interview. There's actually right. four or five different ways to do it. And it all, re- and, and then you can pick and choose, right? And then could only, it, it could not only be like an organizational, uh, you know, directive of like, this is the way we want to interact with candidates, but maybe it could be a personal preference as a, mm-hmm. as a recording coordinator yourself. Like, you know, I really like to do the white glove service with, with my candidates 
or maybe uh, in a slight, for a slightly different role, I want to take a, a slightly more hands-off approach because I know my audience there and these candidates just, just want to schedule the first available time. Um, and it's not as curated, if you will, of a process. I love that. Let's let me let's dig into the those those different ways real quick before we sure. get into the buying side. So so take the audience into, you know, ways that we can do scheduling different and way that, and specifically to Rooster, the sure. way they kind of give your options to your customers. Sure. So 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 I think to give proper context on that, let's kind of go through the longest version of scheduling first. Sure. And the longest version of scheduling is you basically build the interview team from scratch, right? So um, imagine you are in a calendar like interface, you pick the team members that will um, be doing the interview, you select the time um, that they will do the interview and you can configure this uh, whether, you know, it's a panel interview or like a back-to-back-to-back with breaks. And then you select whether it's an in-person or video interview, obviously with with today's situation, um, with the whole, uh, you know, pandemic um, complexity, you know, it's, it's gonna be video, 99% 99% of the time, but you know, once offices do open up, you have the ability to choose in person as well. And then you select, you know, what competencies that interview panel will be measuring that are configured, you know, on, on the workday side as well. So you're telling Rooster what, what will happen there. And then once you pick that time, um, you then uh, personalize the invite. So you select the templates that are going to be used to, to drive the invite. Now these are dynamic templates. So they, um, change uh, depending on who the candidate is. And then there's a separate invite that's sent to the internal team uh, versus the candidate so that you can share additional notes that are maybe internal only to the interview team uh, versus what the candidate receives. And then, you know, at that time, you can also have attachments either pre-built in the template or not that maybe, you know, show directions to the office if it is, ends up being an in-person interview or maybe an NDA if you, if you are one of those types of companies that require an NDA from the candidate before the interview process even starts. And then on the, on the kind of the last step of the, the, the long process, if you will, is you choose all of your uh, conferencing options, right? So um, uh, whether you're using, you know, Zoom or WebEx, um, that will be pre-selected for you, but then you can choose all the options within that uh, a conferencing uh, solution that you use. So whether you want to have the, everybody be an alternate host within Zoom so that you can use the same Zoom link from one uh, you know, interview section to the next, um, whether you want this invite to come from like a no reply email address or from your own uh, personal one, like your own, you know, recruiting coordinator one at, at your company. Um, and that's basically the final touches. And then you hit a button and, and everything gets sent out. Now um, that's kind of the longest way of, of, of doing things. The other way you can schedule interviews within Rooster is you can just simply ask the candidate, tell me when you want to interview, right? So basically give them direction that, you know, you want them to reserve a four hour time slot on whenever they're available. Once they do that, that information is fed into Rooster and then you build out the interview schedule on the Rooster side based on what the candidate is suggesting. You have that full visibility. Um, Another way to schedule an interview is basically pick, this is really good for like those initial one-on-one interviews, but you can pick who's gonna interview the candidate and then just have the candidate pick a time that's available on that person's calendar. So much like uh, you know, Calendly works or, or other do- solutions of that type. That's right. basically how this process works. So it's very, very quick. Um, and, uh, you know, we've referred to it as, as an auto book feature. And it's, that's more one-to-one. Yeah. More one-to-one and it's perfect right. for like phone screens. Right. 
um, then uh, another way to to schedule the interview within within Rooster is you can also schedule through um, SMS and mobile. So uh, for for some companies out there, um, you know, not everyone uh, of their candidates may even have a computer or um, you know a, a computer they 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 sit by you know every day because maybe they're in the field or whatever. But you can schedule interviews through through SMS. So um, you know. Most people have a phone on them. If you have a phone, you can you can reply to an interview request and, and schedule it just through text. And uh, again, that's important because of, 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 of the audience, but it also gives flexibility. So it might not be someone that doesn't have a desktop or works in the field. It might be just someone, an audience that's, that's just better with text. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and there is also kind of mass processing features within Rooster as well. It's not necessarily a different scheduling methodology, but let's say you wanted to auto book 30 candidates at once, you could do that uh, with just a few clicks. Um, and, and instead of, you know, having to do it one by one by one. I love that. And, and again, what's one of the things I would assume with SMS is you've got templates uh, probably pre-built uh, for folks so that if, and when they want to use that as their medium, there's options. Yep, and then and then also within SMS configuration, you can um, set it up so that it's using local numbers to where your business is. So let's say you're a California-based oh, cool. business out of San Francisco, you can make sure that the text is coming from a San Francisco, California number, so it feels like okay, this is probably a legitimate <laughs> communication. Right, right, right. right. Um, uh, and uh, yes, and then you know uh, how how that message is structured is is all templated out. I love that. So let's talk about selling this internally. So obviously when someone, you know, everyone, if you've worked in recruiting, you've worked, you've scheduled yeah. <laughs> with, with hiring managers, with candidates, you, you can't be a recruiter without, you know, have, have, having earned the uh, scheduling merit badge. So, um, but let's talk about after they've kind of seen the demo of Rooster how do how do they sell Rooster internally to their peers, to uh, the CHRO, to you know the whole head of global talent, etc.? Like, how do they sell Rooster? So yeah, so in terms of the feedback, and I think what really sells Rooster is um, it really takes the frustration and the manual process out of the interview scheduling, you know, just out of the picture. Um, the, the term that we hear specifically is just eliminating the back and forth, right? The mm -hmm. back and forth, back and forth, which can be really, really draining for a coordinator that, you know, maybe let's just, let's just, it's, let's say it's a tough internal team to schedule with because they're super busy and the candidate is also being difficult. That just, that's just so much effort and energy. Right. And you always have to, you know, kind of put on your um, best commercial, you know, candidate service hat on and always be, you know, very consistent and and not show that you're maybe getting frustrated with the the whole rescheduling piece but but eliminating that has been you know a huge win uh, across the board and i think also the way it's being sold internally is is uh, you know once everyone sees the analytics that that come with the rooster package you know you can see exactly how many interviews you're doing you can track you know, interview decline reasons. If you want to track that, you can see which of your coordinators are doing the most uh, interview schedule so that you can load balance things a little bit better internally too. Um, so having that visibility uh, has also been, been very key. So, you know, all of that translates to, you know, an enormous amount of time saved, which 
I think is what, you know, the CHRO probably cares about or the, the, the person who ultimately, you know, potentially writes checks for a solution um, and having that return on that time is absolutely critical. But I think at the user level, the analytics, the elimination of the back and forth, just really enjoying the interview process, if you can even use that uh, interview scheduling process, if you can use that term, you know, I think that becomes more and more evident. What's a better candidate? I mean, you know, I'm trying to think of the reasons not to have it, right? It's a better candidate experience. It reduces fr friction and frustration and it saves people time. Like, exactly. Have you, exactly. <laughs> I'm thinking of a counter argument. Have you, <laughs> have you, have you heard of a counter argument? Like why people get off the, the call or get out of the demo and go, eh, not for um, us. I th yeah. I think, you know, I think, um, if they're evaluating multiple solutions, um, right. uh, that is usually probably the number one reason, especially because a lot of solutions out there claim to do scheduling really well as part of like right. some broader package that they put to the table, whether it's, you know, uh, let's say it could be a whole brand new ATS with a scheduling piece, or it could be um, some kind of add-on to, to recruiting that maybe helps with sourcing and supposedly scheduling. Um, uh, so that, you know, that's usually what 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 stops people and then and then you know the other i think consideration is ultimately um you know volume right so if you only do like 10 or 20 interviews a month right well, that's probably not you know not the right it's, fit. But well it still does those things or it's thousands still does, it's definitely useful yeah it, it still does those things it's still it's a better candidate experience it still reduces friction and frustration and it still saves people time but you're right. If it's only five people or five things, then then maybe the cost doesn't justify the the expenditure. Okay. Right. All right. That's fair. That's fair criticism. Um, so you and I have talked about life with Workday and doing being in the ecosystem and going after all of the Workday recruiting clients. And you've also talked about during the show, you've talked about going and working with other ATSs. Yep. Uh, give us an idea of kind of the plan. Like, what do you, where, where do you see, where do you see Rooster, you know, in 21? Where would you, <laughs> where would you like to see Rooster in 21? Let's yeah. See. I mean, so, you know, we're going to have on a, on a, in a, in a short order, close to 20 clients on Rooster. Um, that are all workday clients. Um, we want to add probably another 40 next year if we can to that number. Um, and then the other um, initiative that's also happening right now is we are looking at success factors specifically um, um, and potentially a couple of other ATSs, but nothing, nothing definitive there yet uh, on the others, but definitely success factors is something that we're looking at closely because it has... There's a lot of the same challenges are present right. in, in, in that ERP as well. Right. Right. I mean, and that's one of the things this, this problem travels. That's the beauty of it is every ATS again, every, every recruiters had, you know, this challenge that they want to have a great experience for their hiring managers, for right. their recruiters, for the, for the candidates, uh, for everybody involved. They want to reduce that friction and frustration and, uh, and they want to save time. <laughs> exactly. Like, I mean, time, time is one of the hardest things to save, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's you can't it's, get it's it back. Than, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more than just money at the end of the day, you know, time is, is, is valuable because it could be redeployed to other things. So, well, the one things I, I love when we've, when we've talked about rooster, uh, the one of the things I love is, is, the redeployment of that time. So it saves time. If it gives me 10 hours back in a week or five hours back in a week, 
uh, and you mentioned it earlier, you can go deeper with, we can go deeper with candidates. You can be strategic. Yep. You can think about, a, you know, auditing a process. You can, you know, you can use that time in a way uh, to make the company and yourself better. And uh, so I love that. Um, last thoughts on, uh, you know, on Rooster that I'd like to ask. Pricing? And I don't need the specifics of the yeah, model. Yeah, I'll share with you Just, the model because yeah. I think it, it really scales with, with any organization. So there is a base, let's say, technology fee or a platform fee right. that gives you, uh, you know, a few users and administrative uh, privileges within the, the product so you can stand it up. Um, and uh, then it's a per user per month cost basis. So, right. um, you know, someone that's 100 users is obviously going to uh, pay more than somebody that's just 10, but that allows you to kind of scale with 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 the solution um, appropriately, depending on your organization size. Yeah, and usually users denotes uh, hires, I would assume. Right, it's, it, it's users are basically, if you're actively scheduling in the system. So Got we it. do include unlimited viewers. So if you want, you know, directors and, and VPs to be able to look at the analytics whenever yeah, they want within Rooster, that's all given at no additional charge. Um, uh, so you can, you can have as many viewers as you want, but if you're actively scheduling, then that's deemed uh, as a, as a, as a user and it is active user too. So uh, much like um, you know, people might be familiar with like the Slack seat, active mm -hmm. seat model. Um, it's a similar model uh, to that. So if you have, let's say 20 licenses, but only 18 people scheduled in a given month, you're only charged for the 18. Oh, that's smart. That's just that's just savvy. People don't feel like they've been taken advantage of. Exactly, um, exactly. I love that. Well, brother, I absolutely appreciate. I knew it'd fly by. Thank you so much for coming on the Use Case Podcast. And I love Rooster. You know, I love Rooster. So uh, we can you can come back as as often as you like. I, I just <laughs> I, you I love the product, and I love what y'all are doing to help help recruiters and candidates. So so thank you so much, Lou. Yep. Thank you again. Thank you for having me. And thanks to the audience. Until next time on the Use Case Podcast. You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at recruitingdaily.com.